Hey gals, we are back with another episode of Gals in the Wild podcast. Today we have Jess Barton um, on the podcast. She is going to talk to us a little bit about rock climbing. We had a lot of requests for an episode about climbing, so um, we found somebody and we are going to share a little bit of her insight um, of rock climbing and how she got started as well as weed climbing. And that was something in particular that we don't have a lot of experience with, um, but Jess does. So without further ado, I'm going to let us get into the podcast here and have Jess tell us a little bit about herself. So we will see you on the other side. Hey gals, we're back with another episode of Gals in the Wild podcast. And today we have Jess on who is going to be talking to us about rock climbing, which is something that we have been asked several times to go over and since neither Nicole or I have experience um, or a lot of experience rock climbing, we decided to find someone else to talk to you guys about that. So I'm going to let Jess introduce herself and tell us a little bit about um, all of her rock climbing adventures, and then we'll get into the questions here. So Jess, whenever you're ready. <laughs> hey, hey guys. Thanks for having me on. Uh, my name is Jess Barton, and I am currently on a rock climbing trip at the moment. Um, I'm living the van life right now. We uh, we moved away from our home in Portland, Oregon, and are traveling in a van, rock climbing throughout um, California and Arizona and Nevada and Utah, and eventually um, landing in Colorado. Um, I have been rock climbing for not very long, just about four years, um, three years outside, so... I'm relatively new, but I've learned a lot um, these past few years, and I'm excited to to share that with you guys, or you gals, I should say. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm always I call people gals now all the time. People are like, "Why are you calling people gals?" I'm like, "It's just this thing now." Like I have like, especially since we've been doing this so much, I'm like, "Yeah, everybody's a gal," and everybody's like, "Okay, that's enough." <laughs> like you're saying gal too much. So yeah, no, but I love I love it. So. Um, but yeah, so you kind of said that you um, have been doing this for about four years. So when did you like start rock climbing? And then what really made you want to like try it out outdoors? Because you said you were indoors first. Sure, so yeah. We'll, we'll go with um, that. <laughs> you know, I first discovered it back in high school and really wish I would have stuck with it. <laughs> I had about a 12-year gap where I didn't climb at all. Um, so basically started over fresh about four years ago when I started. I moved to Portland and started climbing in the gym. Um, but I first discovered rock climbing in high school through a club, and my friend and I thought it was the coolest thing, and um, we got to go outside a few times, and anything that's outside, you know, that puts you outside all day doing physical effort and nature is just my favorite thing ever. So when I discovered that, I was like, I love this. And But then I went to school on the coast of South Carolina, where there really aren't any mountains or rocks to climb. Um so I spent a good bit of time on the the, uh, the coast, and then I moved to Virginia, and I didn't rock climb any either. I spent more of my time backpacking and hiking and road and mountain biking. Um, so it wasn't really until I moved to Portland that I met a, a girl, and she's like, oh, we should go to the rock gym. And I was like, well, you know what? I used to do that. My harness and my shoes from like 12 years ago um, <clears throat> and go, and I just really, I got back into it. Uh, with a passion um, and yeah I started climbing pretty regularly in the gym about three times a week um, just top roping um, and then 
started leading, um, I don't know, maybe eight or nine months after rock, uh, top roping. But yeah, I just, um, I fell in love with, um, basically I fell in love with it at first in the gym as a great workout, um, just full body, every muscle, muscles you didn't know you had kind of workout and being able to push yourself hard as a physical workout in the gym. Uh, and then, um, after a year, I met some people to go outside with, and I started doing that a little bit more, um, which I really love. And <clears throat> it's so different. And the gym is great for training and great for starting out, but going outside is just so different um, for lots of reasons. But even different crags have different rock types and styles. And in the gym, the routes are marked um, by a color, either a color of hold or a color of tape, so you can see where it goes and holds you have to use. But outside, it's just an open rock face, you know, and there's certain lines to follow, but it's still up to you to be like, do I use this foothold or this one and this handhold or this? Do It's really um, a lot more exploratory outside. Um, two years in Oregon, climbing outside and doing some trips in Utah. And um, Red Rocks has been really, really fun to just get outside on different types of rock and out in the high desert and just being outside all day. It's, it's really awesome. I love it. Yeah, I know. That's like something that I've been wanting to try. So I've been bouldering a few times and I am like so weak. I'm such a little weakling. Um, and I like started realizing. Bouldering's hard. Yeah, it is. It's, I was like, I see really I saw people like shimmy up these things and like jump down from the top, which you're not supposed to do, guys. Don't do that, supposedly, because they like taught us how to do all the rolling and stuff. But I was like mind blown because I'm over here like on the baby ones, like what is happening to my life? Um, and these other people are just like <laughs> shimmying up and down. So I'm like, I've been really wanting to try rock climbing, but I feel like here in Arizona, we have a certain window where we can do it. And that's about it because once it gets too hot, it's kind of ridiculous. And like, yeah. So, um, I was hoping that we would have somebody that could, um, help me out with this in technical terms. And I guess that takes us kind of to our next question for all of us non-climbers out here. Um, how do you determine what climbing routes to tackle? And I know you talked a little bit about how it's kind of different on outside rocks and inside, but maybe talk to us a little bit about like routes and their numberings and all of that fun stuff. Sure. Um, so rock climbing is set on this scale. Um, so basically if you think it's, so kind of technical rock climbing, it's considered fifth class. So if you think of, um, so third and fourth class are usually scrambling. If you've ever gone hiking and you get to a boulder field, <clears throat> you kind of like, you're a little bit hands and feet to like balance yourself, but you're going up pretty steep. Like that's usually considered fourth class. So kind of rock scrambling up where it's not as steep. Once it gets fifth class, like you have to, it's basically all points on deck, both hands, both feet vertical rock and the grading starts around um five four is pretty much the easiest you'll see as far as rating go um so it's five decimal four um and you'll see this inside and outside so five four five 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 seven five nine are all their own numbers and then once you get into five tens it's broken down even further so you'll see 510A, 510B, 510C, 510D. And then the 11s do the same thing. 
and the twelves do the same thing. Um, but it's not linear. It gets progressively harder. So in the twelves, a five, I mean, sorry, in the twelves, yeah, a five twelve A and a five twelve B, you'll have a, a greater significant difference. Um, basically, like the letter grade at that point is as big of a difference as the number grades in the, the easier grading. Um, so if I, or 512B will be a whole grade harder than a 512A. Um, and the hardest thing anyone's ever climbed um, is a 515D. Adam Andra um, recently actually um, climbed that um, and set a new standard for climbing. So basically when you get in the 12s, that's it's real hard <laughs> and anything above 12 is getting into like pro status. Um, so that's kind of how the, the rating system works um, for rock climbing. And then bouldering, um, which you mentioned is, you know, you're still rock climbing in a sense. You have rock climbing shoes, but you don't have a harness. Um, so instead of a tall rock wall, you'll be on a, a boulder, um, literally. <laughs> um, so, you know, they're, they're shorter, you know, maybe 10, 12, feet or highballing like 20 feet um, and you they're much harder because it's like condensed down and there's a shorter span but much harder moves and those are graded um, on a V scale V0 V1 V2 and there's a big difference between those grades as well I feel like um, when I try to move from a V2 to a V3 it's significantly harder um, so that's bouldering and then rock climbing grades um, and then as far as when you go outside, well, in the gym, you know, they're marked and um, they'll show the rating. And then when you go outside, you use um, you know, guidebooks like Mountain Project is a really great one um, to get you to the crack and find wall you want to climb on and find the routes on the wall. And they're marked there as well. They'll be marked uh, in the guidebook or on the app saying what the grade is. Um, and grading's pretty relative as well. Um, I've climbed five sevens that I feel like are harder than five nines. Um, you know, it's very subjective to whoever set the route and actually when it was set too, because what, what we call old school ratings, like back in the day, five nine was the hardest. Um, so you'll go places and get on a five nine that's hard. And like in the gym, like five nine is like not that hard. So it's just so different going outside and being like, whoa, this is a nine. Like this is really hard because you climbing inside in the gym, you're just going to get used to like these, these ratings in the gym. And it's like, whoa, like in a gym, this would be like a 10 C and outside it's a nine. So it's kind of all relative and taken with a little bit of a grain of salt. Um, and on Mountain Project, how they're rated is, Whoever sets the route, first of all, gets to determine the rating. But um, then on Mountain Project, you get, if you climb it, you get to kind of put in what you think the rating is and it averages out what it thinks or what everyone thinks that the rating is, the grade is. Um, so it's all a little subjective. Um, we just climbed in Owens River Gorge and the routes there are really long, like 115 feet. So super sustained and a nine there felt like a pretty hard 10 to me. So it's just, it's pretty all a little subjective, um, but that's how the, the rating system works inside and outside. Wow. That's like a lot more <laughs> detail than I thought that would be. Cause I know when I do like bouldering and stuff, cause I'm, you know, I'm still a weakling, so I don't do that many fancy routes, but I've seen there's 
a, a girl here in Arizona actually, and she does professional bouldering. And I see her and she's like an Amazon woman. She's so tall. And I was like, oh my <laughs> gosh, this is so unfair. I feel because I'm five two. I'm like, how does she just like hop over this one thing? And they have all these like fun, crazy routes you can do for like challenges. And if you like put it up there on social media uh-huh. and stuff, you get like a free week. Yeah. It's Acrobatic. Yeah. And it's real fun. But I literally can, I get on the first one and then I'm like, all right this is it we're done here like (laughs) but yeah so I think that's really interesting and I know for a lot of people that especially like me like I feel like I've been like kind of overwhelmed with it so I like go and talk to people at REI about it and I'm like oh my gosh I need to go home and evaluate my life before I come back and do this but you obviously you got you have your your stuff together so that's really cool uh yeah rock climbing is hard um it just it's really hard no matter the grade um it takes a lot of effort and I'm constantly reminding, reminded, um, even, you know, so-called easier grades, like it's real, like, especially outside. And yeah, it's, it's just hard. And, um, I'd like to say it gets easier and, you know, in some ways it does, but it's, it's always a challenge. Yeah. And I think that's the best part about it though, is that it's always a challenge. And I feel like it's something like, I know some people would probably, like I did swimming when I was in high school and that stuff just got so boring to me, just like staring at the bottom of a pool, no matter every, like every place you went, you're staring at the bottom of a pool all day. So I think that's the best part (laughs) about doing something like rock climbing and bouldering is because they change it up all the time and you can go to different places and see different things Mm -hmm. and I think that's um, one of the reasons why I've been wanting to try it because I get bored easily with activities. So, <laughs> yeah, you won't get bored with rock climbing. <laughs> <laughs> so, what level of rock climbing would you say that you're at now, or like what's kind of your hardest route that you've done? Um, right now, it's a little bit of a tricky question. I um, have a I had a, a shoulder injury. Uh, this winter that I, you know, ignored <laughs> and kept climbing on. Uh, so I, um, it's a little humbling at the moment. Um, yeah, I kind of went through all the phases of, instead of the phases of grief, I went through the phases of like accepting that I was injured. <laughs> like I couldn't climb as strong anymore. And I finally like kind of took a few steps back and went to physical therapy and whatnot. Um, but uh, I'd say, you know, I'm like intermediate um, at my strong climbing 11 gym, but projecting them. So they were still really challenging for me. And I'd on it um, for weeks, uh, you know, gradually like dialing in the movement and how to like the clipping stances. Um, but it was really cool. Projecting is cool because something that's so unbelievably like you can't even fathom doing it. It's so hard. But if you keep working on it, you just get a little you get, you know, it just starts to click and click and click and all the little puzzle pieces come together and then you know sometimes you know you eventually you send it and sometimes you don't before they change the route and this is you know in the gym um but I just kind of started projecting this last year um and it's been fun because it's like something so hard but if you just keep doing it you just gradually like get better and a little better and it, it's um I kind of think that rock climbing is a lot like yoga like it's a practice, <laughs> um, you know, so you like show up to learn and like be involved and kind of, I don't know if dancing is kind of a silly word, but like, you know, you're kind of like this relationship with the wall where like it gives and takes and like you give and um, when it all comes together, it's really beautiful. <laughs> um, but I do like to think of it um, 
like yoga, like you just show up, you know, like every day is different, like trying to not set too many expectations for yourself and being there to learn rather than being there to be like, oh, I'm going to do this route, like, you know, kind of being more humbling about it. Um, so that's kind of a long-winded answer, but I'd say I'm a, I'm an uh, intermediate climber. I still have a lot to learn. Um, most of the people I rock climb with are a lot better than me. <laughs> so I'm constantly humbled <laughs> and reminded to check my and not compare myself to others. Um, but yeah, kind of at my strongest, I was projecting a list. Um, but with the injury right now, I've kind of tried to had to um, come down, like relook at rock climbing as just, you know, doing it for fun um, and trying to like, work more on my, or uh, focus more on my footwork and technique um, while I can't climb as strong right now and just trying to heal up this shoulder at the moment. Yeah, and I think that for most people, it's kind of the same way. I don't know. I feel like every time I talk to somebody that rock climbs, they just kind of like show up and do that. And for me, I know when I first started like bouldering, I was like, okay, we're going to do this one today. But sometimes you don't do it and then it gets you really down and out about it. So it's like one of those things that I've kind of learned to, because I'm like a naturally competitive person. So when you're like seeing somebody like crawl up the wall like a monkey and you're just like hanging on for a rock for your dear life, you know, you're like, what is happening? (laughs) Yeah. So, but I think that that's awesome. Yeah. I will. Yeah. There was even outside, there was this route that was overhanging and it was like this big deal for me. I just followed it. My boyfriend said it and I followed it and it was so hard. It was so hard. And then this girl just gets on it and flies up it. And I'm like, don't compare yourself to her. <laughs> like, she's probably been climbing for 12 years. Like, it's okay. <laughs> rock climbing is a very, yeah. <laughs> rock climbing is such an individual sport. Like, comparing yourself to anyone else is just futile. Because, like, you don't know how long they've been climbing. Like, some people take to it faster. Some people, it's all they do. Um, I have a lots of hobbies that I like to do, so I'm never going to be pro status climber because I like to ride my bike and hike and backpack and mountaineer and all these other things. Um, so yeah, I'm never, I kind of have to really remind myself, like, I'm never, like, my goal isn't to like, you know, be the best amazing climber. Like, I'm just here to get on my little rock and like try my best and that's really all you can do is <laughs> but it's hard it's hard to not compare yourself to others and it's um and especially in the gym um because it's so much more crowded and you get to know people and you're like they're getting on you know they're getting stronger they're getting harder routes and you're not and it's, okay I just like it's like really individual yeah and it's like and every day is different like some days as the same route will feel easy and the next day it won't and it's yeah it's just so individual even day to day yeah exactly so when you're out there on if you're bouldering or rock climbing people don't get down and out about it because I know I did the first couple of times <laughs> I went and I was like I'm never gonna go back yeah. there but now I'm like okay I like doing this yeah. so um but what are some of the tips for people who are looking to learn a little bit more about the technical side of rock climbing? And then how did you kind of learn all of this? Do you have all this knowledge? Did you just, were you like a YouTube person or you had a lot of people around you or? Yeah. Um, you know, I'd say the best thing you can do is just meet people to climb with. Um, the gym is a great place to start. Um, a lot of gyms offer, um, classes like climbing skill and movement technique classes. Um, they offer lead climbing. 
classes. And <clears throat> it's just a great way to get more exposure because um, you can read about rock climbing and certainly watching videos. I'll like <laughs> Google like hill hooking and like overhang climbing to, you know, watch videos on technique and that's good. But doing it um, is really the best way to learn and um, climbing with someone that's more experienced with you has probably been how I've learned the most um, and just gradually meeting more people at the gym uh, that have been climbing longer and you know you'll they'll belay you and you'll get on a route and be like oh like do you see this hole like this is the best way to use it and this is the best body positioning for this and um, kind of hands-on learning has been the best thing that I've found. Um, but there are also a lot of books and online tools and um, training programs. A good one is Training Beta. It's, um, they're online um, and they're on Facebook and they have training programs and podcasts and um, tips and tools and stuff like that. Um, and then as far as meeting other women to climb with, um, you know, uh, meetup groups are great and I up groups for hiking and biking um, that was before I started climbing but I think um, doing a meetup group would be great um, and then there's also a great group of women online um, on Instagram rock climbing women so it's at rock climbing women on Instagram um, or online as well um, it's a great group of women you know empowering other women um, and it's a good way to like see who's climbing and or who lives in your area to go climbing or like learn about new crags. And it's very inspirational. It's a really great group to be a part of as well. So basically there's a lot of resources, which is good because I know there's a lot of stuff out there. So if you're like an introvert and you're like, kind of, yeah, that you have a lot of things to, to learn from. I know I think the easiest thing for me, because I know that we're planning like a trip up to Joshua Tree at some point with some of the girls at rock climb and we're like hoping that, you know, they'll teach us a little bit more about it. Cause I think hands-on stuff is the best way that I learn, but I know some other people learn differently. So. Yeah. Especially something so physical. Um, it's, oh, and then also the safety wise, safety wise, you know, there's certainly safety concerns with rock climbing, um, you know, climbing with people that know what they're doing or going to the gym and taking a class to learn how to belay properly and how to, you know, do your knots and everything properly. That's super important. Yeah, too. we definitely don't. Uh, not to be skipped over. Like, yeah, see, we like, don't oh, want yeah, to be like, oh, first. By the way, we're not liable for whatever you go out and do, guys. Like, you got to you gotta take the classes first. This is, I'm not, I'm not a good teacher at this, so don't ask us for this. Um, but maybe, maybe ask Jess some questions at the end of this if you have questions and she can point you in the right direction. So what was kind of the hardest thing for you when you first started climbing again? Um, you know, I think at the beginning, it's just building up strength. Um, building up strength, finger strength, grip strength, and technique. Um, and kind of once you get again, you can learn how to climb more efficiently um like use your whole body and your legs more so that you're not only pulling with your arms and your because your arms are you know smaller muscles they'll get tired much faster um than other parts of your body but we have a tendency to you know we're going upward and our hands are first so like pulling with our hands um and that'll just wear you out a lot faster um so i think you know at first the hardest thing is getting like a little bit of base strength um but then the, the 
super harder thing is uh, the mental side. Once you start lead climbing, um, it's so mental. Um, and you, you can, it's kind of like your body and your strength can get you so far in the grades of rock climbing, but then, but then you also need your, your, your brain, your mind to come in at some point to, to help you push even further. Um, rock climbing on lead is, is pretty, pretty mental as well. Yeah. And that's really like the main questions that we've gotten, which is going to lead us to our next question um, about lead climbing, because um, people have been wondering if we can get somebody on here that's had experience with it. And then how did you kind of get comfortable enough to do that and what all lead climbing includes and the different things that are involved? <laughs> sure. <clears throat> yeah, for me, um, I don't know, it was maybe a little bit of a slow process. I'm not sure. But so um, I probably, once I started rock climbing again, I was probably top roping. So to back up and explain what that means, um, top roping is when the rope is already set up at the top of the route. Um, so in the gym, it's there all the time. They just, you know, leave the rope up outside. <clears throat> Someone would lead the route and set the rope up on an anchor at the top of the route. Um, so basically top roping is you're on a rope, you know, you're tied in on one end, the rope goes up through the chains at the top, back down to your belayer. <clears throat> so you're on the rope the whole time. So there's a lot less, um, risk and a lot less inherent fear in that because you basically you can't fall um you know if you slip or you fall you just the rope catches you pretty instantly it's you know you fall like maybe a foot you're just the wall you're not really much um but with climbing the reason that it's um at least for me it's so much harder is that so there's not a you're tied into the rope um and you know, your belayer has you attached, but there's not a rope on the wall yet. Uh, you clip the rope into draws as you go up the route. <clears throat> so, you know, once you get above the last bolt that you clipped, you could be um, three, four, five, six, seven <laughs> feet above your last bolt. So if you fall, you're going to fall that seven feet and seven feet more at a minimum. So you kind of, you fall twice the distance of your last protection. Um, <clears throat> so, you know, it's just inherently scarier. Um, I've never loved the feeling of falling. <laughs> so it's been a huge barrier for me to push past personally. Um, even like as a kid or, you know, like roller coasters or swings, like that dip, that dip falling feeling. I just I've never liked it. Um, so it's been really huge for me to push past it. Um, so I top roped for about, I think maybe, I don't know, eight or nine months before I started leading a little bit. Um, and then the gym, at least the gym I went to, they like you to be able to climb a five, nine solidly before taking your, um, cause you have to take a test to get lead certified in the gym and you do the test on a nine. So you basically need to be able to clip comfortably, um, as you go up on the nine and you have to be able to fall and you have to be able to catch a lead fall as well. That's what's involved in the test in the gym. So it took me, you know, um, almost a year before I started doing that. Um, and then I would just lead a little bit, kind of easier things, still top rope. Um, and I don't know, um, maybe a year or so kind of lead climbing before I started um, doing it more and pushing the grades more. Um, around the same time, I met my current boyfriend, who's a 
big climber. Um, so I started lead climbing with him more. And I basically don't, at least in the gym, I don't top rope anymore. We just lead climb. Um, but if it's a harder climb that I want to try out, I'll, he'll set it and I'll follow it. So basically he'll lead it and then untie and then I'll get on that end and follow it to the, um, them as you go. So it's kind of following as, um, <clears throat> Uh, let's see. And then, so as far as mental and physical strength, um, yeah, you know, you have enough physical strength to be basically comfortable up to a certain grade, whatever that is on lead. And then once it gets past that, um, you know, you start getting out of your comfort zone. Like you're not sure if you can trust certain holes to get to the next clip and like you find yourself above your last clip and your brain starts to freak out, you know, and like once you're <clears throat> fight or flight, your nervous system kicks in, like your breathing quickens, uh, your pulse rate goes up, your palms get sweaty, you start to get tunnel vision, like all these physiological things start to happen. And you have to, and it takes practice, um, but you have to learn to shut that down, you know, shut the the screaming voice of like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, you're going to fall, like freaking out. <laughs> I call it the, the hamster wheel. The hamster wheel starts spinning and it's a dangerous spin. And if you don't, practice and learn how to kind of calm yourself down um it's really hard to um to lead climb past your physical limits um because you might fall you know um and that's a scary thing for a lot of people um so one thing we do in the gym basically every time we climb is do practice falls um and um, you can learn a lot more of this. A great resource is um, Arno Ilgner's book, Espresso Lessons. Um, I almost want to say Espresso Love, but also Rock Climbing Round. Um, espresso Lessons or A Rock Warrior's Way. Um, a Rock Warrior's Way is a lot more um, philosophical book. And then he wrote this other one called Espresso Lessons um, that's kind of more practical, hands-on, um, different style of book, um, but they're both really great. And he um, basically talks about mindful falling and teaching your body and your brain how to fall so that when you get in a situation where you're stressed, you kind of innately know what stretching your comfort zone of what you're comfortable with as far as getting above your bolt and taking falls and doing it mindfully so that you're aware of what's going on. Because what I would do, we would do these practice falls um, but I would like close my eyes and hold my breath and like tense up and, you know, the fall, I'd fall, but it'd be like over like in a flash. And I didn't, I wasn't learning anything because my body was kind of like shutting down and like letting it happen rather than being open and like having my, like literally like having my posture relaxed, my eyes open, uh, my breath calm and kind of falling with purpose, if that makes sense. Um and it made a huge shift in my climbing because I became more comfortable falling. Um, so basically how that helps is when you're climbing and you start to get scared, you're not focusing on the fear of falling because, you know, what you focus on, you create more of. So if you, your mind starts to think, I could fall, and then, like, your body tenses up, and then, you know, your hands get sweaty, and then, like, this whole, like, downward spiral happens of, like, where you're focused on falling, 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 I could fall, I could fall, instead of focusing on in the moment and your breath and like, what can I control right now? Can I move my foot in a tiny bit? Can I get my hips closer to the wall? Can I move my hand position better? Can I slow my breathing? So 
just practicing this over and over and being more mindful in the moment of focusing on focusing on what you can control that's right in front of you rather than the fear of oh my gosh I could fall oh my gosh I could fall um so doing the mindful practice falls has helped because you get in these stressful situations and then kind of teaching yourself your brain rather than to focus on the fear focus on what you can control and do that and if you do still fall it's okay because you know you've practiced it practiced it so much that your body knows to relax like you know it's okay so that's another thing is teaching your brain that it's okay to fall because it's very unnatural um you know evolutionary speaking like our brains are programmed to not fall <laughs> do not fall off the rock face um so really like over programming that innate fear and like learning how to work through it um on and lead climbing is uh, is huge. I think it's um, often not is the the huge mental side um, to climbing because there's so much the physical and the training and the grip strength training and hangboard training and all these training programs to get stronger and stronger. When really your strength can only take you so far if your brain isn't with you. Like it's definitely going to hold you back. Yeah, and I think that's what a lot of the people have been struggling with that we, like, talk to. They're like, we just don't really know. Like, people can't really get over the fear of doing it, I think. And so that's, like, what people, mm-hmm. I guess, are more looking for is kind of the way to overcome that. So I think that all of that information was really helpful, at least for somebody like me who's, like, falling. No, I'm good. Like, that's all right. Um, but <laughs> I know that other people definitely need to Yeah, it's really, yeah, it's really just teaching your brain a new pattern. And it's huge. And I'm, I mean, I've been doing it for three years and I'm still <laughs> very much so working on it. And it's, I mean, for me, it's like every time I climb, I have to remind myself. Um, I haven't gotten to the point yet. Um, you know, hopefully someday I will where it's like, oh yeah, falling, whatever, it's fine. I'm not there yet. I, I kind of get there in specific sessions, but I'm not there overall like I have to work on it every time I climb and like remind myself that I'm okay and my belayer has me my knots good you know and then another thing that um like the rock warriors way talks about that's super true with rock climbing is um like your brain doesn't know the difference between a real fear and a perceived fear so you kind of have to just again like remind yourself like what's the real danger I guess so you know and and, and practicing falling helps you learn that it's a perceived fear because like in your mind you're like oh my god I can't fall I'm gonna die so like that's the perceived fear is like falling equals death and like learning that actually falling means I'm gonna fall like you know 10 feet my belayer is gonna catch me like it's okay um we were just rock climbing the other week and um, I hadn't lit, led outside in a while because um, we were so busy with the move and everything. We weren't able to, I mean, injured and, you know, all the excuses. But so I finally got on lead outside and um, like, yeah, I had the fear like hit me. Uh, I was almost to the anchor. I was above the last straw and I stood up and I kind of stood up too high, like, I was a little too far to the right. The the better holds are to the left. So I was kind of stuck. And I was like, oh, my God, I have to, like, move over. And I was above my bolt. And my brain started to freak out. Um, and I had to be like, calm down, calm down. You're fine. I, like, literally had to, like, talk myself, <laughs> like, down and be like, you're fine, you're fine. Like, move your foot, you're fine. 
Um, so yeah, it's constant like process of learning and reminding yourself that you're okay and being like, what's the what's the perceived danger and the real danger? Yeah, and I think for the most part with stuff like that, it just your brain just I don't know it like shuts down because it just is so overwhelmed and so. I know that mm-hmm. I definitely like people that struggle with like anxiety about even the smallest things like because I do most of the time where I'm just like oh my gosh this is just too much and my brain's like all right let's snap like that's how it is like it doesn't your whole body just kind of shuts down so I think it takes a lot of work to get there and I think a lot of people want like that instantaneous yeah and everybody wants this instantaneous like I'm going to be great at this and my body is going to be okay with this and it takes a lot of work especially I think it's harder to, to do the mental work than it is the physical work sometimes. So I know how, uh, how that goes. Oh, yeah. For sure. Yeah. For sure. And yeah. it's not as <laughs> sexy and glamorous, you know, it's not like, Ooh, this like eight week, like tone your abs and get sculpted shoulders program. It's like, it's like <laughs> okay, brain, like this is my comfort zone. I'm going to take an inch step out of it. Okay. I'm going to do that again, 10 times until I'm comfortable with that. Okay. And okay, brain, we're good. Okay. Now I'm going to go like two inches further. And like, it's a slow process. Um, I kind of think it's a lot like physical therapy. It's like, ooh, like band pulls. Like (laughs) there's no or sexy about that. But like, it's going to keep you from getting injured. But it's like boring. So no one does it. It's too much work for something Um, that I I can't even really tell the difference sometimes, you know? Yeah, and it, yeah, and it's not something you see super tangible results from immediately. You know, it's not like yeah. I'm getting a six pack. It's like like low, like slow burn process of like, oh, my brain's getting stronger, and you don't really realize it is until like months later, where you're like, oh wow, like I wasn't scared, or like this is this is feeling more comfortable. But yeah, it's such a slow process and like not a sexy one. <laughs> like I think a lot of people don't really take the time to do it. Um, no, yeah, yeah, it's definitely difficult. It's so I think that all of that information, again, like all this information, I'm like writing down. You should see my sheet right now. It's like covered and stuff. Um, <laughs> so what have you learned about yourself since you started climbing? Oh, what have I learned? Um, rock climbing stopped me a lot. Um, it's, uh, like I said, it's so individual. Um, I never played a lot of sports growing up, so I don't have a comparison for a lot of like you know, team sports, but I feel like in team sports, like, you know, you have the ball for a little bit and you pass it off and like, it's this team effort and like you all win together and rock climbing is like, it's you. And it's like, nothing else is going to get you up the wall other than like your body and your mind. And it challenges me so much. (laughs) Like I've cried on the wall. Like I've cried, like coming down like it's so emotional for me because I think it's um since it is so individualistic it's um you know good or bad it's easy to kind of um I kind of found I was like wrapping up my identity in it a little bit um and if I didn't climb well like I felt bad about myself (laughs) um so the one thing I learned was um to kind of take a step back and be like you know this is this is something you do this isn't who you are but it's it's so individualistic um that it's really easy to you know put pressure on yourself like you know and if I don't if I don't do this well then like I'm not you know like not worthy or whatever that's kind of an extreme but um but in the kind of the flip side of that is have all these moments where you can 
be proud of yourself, um, which I think really interesting. Um, you know, any moment, some of my kind of proudest moments, I guess, rock climbing are like, ooh, like I sent this really hard route. It's actually like these tiny moments of like, I'm scared to move my foot, but I'm going to do it anyways. Um, kind of pushing through, which sometimes leads to sending this awesome route. And that's like, I'm super stoked when that happens. Um, but kind of even like breaking it down to like smaller bits of like, you know, like I was, I'm scared, but like, I'm going to try this anyways. Um, I guess rock climbing kind of taught me to, um, put my ego aside and expectations aside, um, just, you know, get on the rock to have fun and see what I can learn and, you know, gain strength and wisdom, but also not be too hard on myself. Um, cause it's, I think it's pretty easy to be hard on yourself when you, you're trying this thing and like you're, you're not getting it or you're not doing it well, but trying to show up with a, a view of, you know, what can I learn from this? Um, and kind of not having the top of the rock be the goal, but just the process be the goal, which I think is probably a great metaphor for life. <laughs> um, but yeah, just uh, kind of learning that I can, um, you know, I can push past my fears, like I can trust myself, like it's okay to fail, it's okay to fall. Um, the more important thing is that, you know, just keep trying and keep learning and you know, keep having fun with it. And that's always the best part is having fun with it. And I know that people are always like, I think wrapped up in the whole, like what she said, like they kind of wrap their identity and how well they perform sometimes. And I know that I've been that way too. And mm -hmm. so it's really hard, I think, to get past that. But once you do, you do have more fun and you do learn a lot about yourself. So I think all of that is something we all need to learn, even if we're not rock climbing, everybody that's listening to this and doesn't rock climb. So yeah. Um, so if you had one tip out there for someone who is completely new to climbing, what would it be? Have fun. Go out and play. Go out and play on some rock. You know, don't tell yourself too seriously. Uh, just head out. Don't compare yourself to others. Um, you know, that's it's there to have fun with. Um, you know, the rock, the plastic, it doesn't, it doesn't, it's not there to like impress you or make you like look cool. Um, you know, it's just there to, to learn on and to have fun on. And I'd, I'd say just go for it and like, have some fun. Just have some fun, everybody. That's it. That's all you have to do. <laughs> yeah. Cause I think once you get into rock climbing, you get more serious, you know? And it's like, yeah. oh, like, oh, I'm starting to be able to see my muscles. And it's like, <laughs> oh, tone. And it's like, I'm going to try, like, I'm getting better. And like, you get focused on the grades. Um, and you know, it's, that's, you know, natural, it happens, but it is it's just so much more than that. So I'd say, you know, from a beginner or a not a beginner, just like, remember to have fun with it. Um, and um, for anyone, you know, new to climbing, I, I keep forgetting to say the safety. <laughs> like, first, <laughs> learn how to do it safely, learn how to tie your knots, and then have fun. Um yeah, and once you've been rock climbing a while, like anything, you know, you just kind of get forget, you get used yeah. to just, the, the safety, and um, like it's so important. And we do our safety checks every time we climb. Like we definitely do. That you, once you do it something for so long, you kind of forget the basics, you know. Um, so yeah, I guess I just say you know learn how to do it safely, 
Um, and then like have fun and try to not try to not take it too seriously. Try to not compare yourself. And that's the best way to do anything. So <laughs> um, where can everybody find you on social media, online, if you have a website or anything like that, so they can follow kind of your trip and your rock climbing journey and all that fun stuff? Sure. Um, I am on Instagram at Jessplorations. So like explorations with a Jess on the front. <laughs> And we'll put that in the show notes so everybody can get to it without trying to guess spelling. I know we have a couple of people that had some weird last names and I was like talking to them the whole time and like still trying to figure out how to say their last names and stuff. So I always write stuff down because I'm like, if I can't say it, most people can literally, you know, yeah. try and type yeah, it totally. and find it. But yours is pretty easy. So I'll make sure to put that in there. Um, anywhere else or is that just um, So that's kind of my personal one. There's a lot more rock climbing and travels on there or like rock climbing, hiking, mountain biking. Um, and then I have another one called Live, Play, Dream. And that one is more dedicated to like our van life journeys. Um, so if you're interested in van life, oh, learning cool. more about that, um, that's the handle that I'm putting more of that on. Okie dokie. So if you're interested in rock climbing, you can go to Dress Explorations, or if you're interested in van life, you can go to Live, Play, Dream. So I'll make sure that I put those in the show notes. Um, but I have learned a lot my whole, as everybody knows when they listen to this show, cause I'm always like, I'm writing down stuff. And then after I'm done talking to people, I'm like, you should see my notes because I literally, <laughs> every time I do a podcast, I have lots of notes written down. So, um, I'm so excited to share this podcast with you guys. And I'm, um, hoping that you guys learn a lot cause I did. So for the person that asked us about lead climbing, I hope you listen to this podcast because, um, lots of good information here. So thank you, Jess, for being on the podcast today. Of course. Um, thank you. We'll talk to you soon. Yeah, thank you. Thanks, so thanks guys. <laughs> and that is the end of this episode with Jess. Jess did such a great job explaining everything. She has a lot of technical knowledge um, in rock climbing, so I learned a lot, and I hope you guys did too. Um, we are actually going to be meeting up whenever she comes through my part of, uh, of the country so that I can do some climbing with her because I've never done any outside rock climbing before. So I'm super excited to uh, meet up with her and I will be sure to post some videos and stuff on Instagram for you guys to see what my experience was like. So um, I'm super excited about this episode. I know we had a lot of people ask for it. Um, so if you have any other topics or any more technical knowledge that you are wanting to learn about certain outdoor activities, please give us a shout at galsinthewild at gmail.com. Um, we will try and find somebody that has the answers for you if we can't answer it ourselves. So um, that's what this is about. We're trying to get um, as much knowledge and value to you guys as possible because we know starting a new activity can be intimidating and hard and definitely discouraging sometimes. So um, I'm super excited to continue this little podcast journey and hope that you guys will keep coming back to listen. So that is all for today and we will talk again soon.